Welcome to Eureka Street Crypto. This is my anti-professional crypto channel. I'm just a barely sane dude who fell down the cryptocurrency rabbit hole. This channel is my fumbling attempt to communicate myself outside my own head about my journey in the crypto space. It is basically my brain dump. None of this is actual financial advice. Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It is 6.36 in the morning on June 20th, 2022. This is episode number 464. Uh, I know on like Spotify and all the podcast platforms, like the audio only, that it'll say episode 135. Um, that's because I started doing the actual like podcasting podcasting like later and I started doing like the the video streaming first I did YouTube and I did Theta Network for a while I did Float for a while uh, Theta Network and Float weren't really holding up uh, as far as the live streaming was concerned because I was started having some issues with it I think it's my I think it's probably my the RAM on my computer which um, I'm going and I'm working on so maybe I'll be able to get back on Theta um, at some point here, because I really liked broadcasting on Theta, and I, I picked up a pretty good following after a while there. But then I just started having like lots of trouble, like actually getting the stream to work. So, it's, but I think it was me, not 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 the Theta Networks, because I still hold Theta Token, and uh, I still believe in that project. I mean, they have like six patents, you know. So, yeah, <clears throat> I don't think Theta is going to be going anywhere during all this bear market. I think it's going to be coming back strong. I mean, they have you know a lot of <laughs> a lot of patents a lot of big companies i mean it's kind of centralized in that way they only have like 12 validator nodes you know um yeah <laughs> you got to be like a multi-million billion dollar type of corporation to have a validator node on theta so yeah i don't know um but uh it is you know decentralized content network delivery um, I don't know how I got on that track. I wasn't even going to talk about Theta today. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about half the time when I get on this show. I started doing this October 24th, 2020. Um, like I said, I'm 464 episodes deep. This is just my sandbox to be able to learn about the crypto space, learn about audiovisual technology, you know, sound, video, and things like that. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm glad you're here with me on this journey. Uh, give a like or a thumbs up. I'm at like 983 subscribers. Um, it'd be cool to get to that thousand mark because I think that's when YouTube actually kind of starts to notice you and you can begin to kind of sort of monetize, maybe get like that $20 a month or whatever. But hey, everybody, every little bit helps, especially right now. Um, I'm currently unemployed or going full Dow. You know, I put my money where my mouth is. I I quit the, the factory job that I was working at as sales um, for five years and um, to go to another job and that job as an audiovisual producer on a show. And uh, that job fell through because they canceled the show right after I got hired. So uh, that was the kick in the butt I needed to get out fully into the crypto web three space. So here I am. Um, yeah, if you need any audiovisual production needs or anything like that, podcast, editing, sound editing, I mean, I, I'm your guy, dude. Um, all right. 
So uh, let's get on to some of just, uh, you know, what's going on in the crypto market. Obviously, everything's in the complete toilet. Let me go over here to this other screen. Okay, so yeah, yeah. If you, let me refresh CoinGecko. Let me get this, this screen up to where you can see it a little bit. Sorry, audio listeners, if, you, if you're just kind of you know, listening to me fumble through this. But, um, you know, the market is still in the toilet. But in the past 24 hours, I mean, yesterday I caught, I saw like a little blip of green, you know. Um, Ethereum over the weekend on Saturday went below a thousand, but uh, to like nine hundred ninety-six dollars. But today, uh, Ethereum is at eleven hundred and fifty-five dollars and sixty-four cents. So um, up nine point seven percent in the past twenty-four hours. And Bitcoin up five point seven percent, back above the twenty thousand mark at twenty thousand seven hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Uh, and then we have Tether and USDC. Um, those are stable coins. Stable coins are pegged to the dollar. And when people are selling, um, stable coins you know, tend to have more market cap because people sell into stable coins and to something that they can either cash out with a bank with uh, for a dollar you know, because it's pegged evenly for a dollar, or they just sit on the sidelines. They use the stable coins to say, okay, I'm selling here. I'm going to have my stable coins. I'm going to sit on the sidelines. You know, the water in the, in the neighborhood swimming pool got a little too choppy with some teenage boys showing up, splashing around. We got to have an adult swim and uh, <laughs> get out of the pool, wait on the side, you know, go to the concession stand, get a, get a Frito pie, you know, and uh, yeah, wait till everything, wait, wait till the point where you want to get back into that pool you know the neighborhood piss filled infested swimming pool we have one here too in my neighborhood and i swim in it uh, you know who knows how much piss i've drank but uh, yeah yeah it's community right we're all in this together <laughs> all right so anyway uh the binance coins at 215.31 the binance usd stable coin as well as at a dollar so there's three stable coins in the top 10 uh, they should just take that out take the stable coins out like and just you know measure you know these projects up against each other cardano is number seven at 50 cents um xrp 32 cents solana 36 16 polka dot 797 i mean there is an absolute fire sale on all this stuff going on right now so if you still believe in some of these projects you know and if you're not a fair weather fan and uh, you you know especially you cardano heads and you xrp army people man if you if you really believe in that stuff as much as you say it is you better be buying right now put your money where your mouth is um let's see what else we have done here the doge even elon musk has said he still has faith in doge okay you got faith in a meme um die dollar coin that's a, that's a stable coin tron um i thought tron was having some major problems but here it is up at number 13 at six cents uh wrapped bitcoin it's basically bitcoin uh being used um, on the Ethereum platform. So what a wrapped token is, is say Bitcoin and Ethereum are two completely different blockchains. They're not compatible. You know, use, and um, if you want to use your Bitcoin in any type of decentralized finance application, like lock it up as collateral, you have to go to a site like WBTC Cafe or something like that. And you have to wrap that Bitcoin as what they call it um, into an Ethereum token. So what it does is it locks up your Bitcoin and it gives you, it, it mints another token called wrapped Bitcoin that represents that Bitcoin on, on the Ethereum blockchain. And then you can do all sorts of things with it. You know, 
know, you can, like I said, use it as collateral on DeFi um, and, and earn the interest on it instead of it just sitting in your wallet and you depending on the the price to increase. But you know, just from market forces, you can you know wrap it, put it on the Ethereum blockchain and then you can put it in a DeFi platform where it will be earning interest however it's risky and bitcoin purists do not like the idea of their bitcoin being on the ethereum blockchain first of all they don't like the ethereum blockchain a lot of bitcoin maxis don't uh, some people are more middle of the road I'm, I'm middle of the road like i like both ethereum and bitcoin but you know in these DeFi platforms it has been seen and celsius you know for instance the major collapse of that large centralized finance platform has lost their butt on uh, like BadgerDAO, for instance, a smart contract exploits, you know, six, I think it was like, I, it, was, it was a buttload of million, millions of dollars, you know, they just lost it, like like $65 million, I think is how much Celsius lost on that that uh, BadgerDAO smart contract hack. So if you have your Bitcoin wrapped up in a smart contract decentralized finance platform, make sure it's like a really safe one uh, because, you know, you don't want to lose your Bitcoin, first of all, at, you don't want to lose anything, but it, you don't want to lose your bitcoin due to a smart contract exploit <laughs> you know? all right anyway uh, i don't know how i got on that but uh anyway so let's get on to some other stuff here um i'm mining um uh crypto out, out of my computer um, ethereum specifically and i have two gpus um and uh, a gpu is a graphic graphics processing unit it's just your graphics card a lot of people buy them to uh, uh, play video games with and stuff like that. Um, it helps your computer process these graphics on these real graphics intensive games. But it, GPUs are also used for mining. Uh, they used to be used for Bitcoin mining. Uh, back in the early days, they actually used CPUs, just the, the central processing unit chip in the computer to mine your Bitcoin. That's back in the Hal Finney, Adam Back days and stuff like that. Um, but... Um, uh, you know, the Bitcoin, the more nodes that there are on the network, the more people that that jump on the network and spin up their computer to be able to process Bitcoin transactions and add them to the block and mine Bitcoin and stuff like that, the, the more difficult the algorithm gets. So there's an automatic difficulty adjustment in the Bitcoin consensus network. So anytime that you see everybody jumping on the bandwagon because everybody wants to mine something, you know, and in Ethereum included, the difficulty algorithm for solving that problem becomes more and more difficult, right? And then whenever miners drop off the network, like right now we're in a total bear market, miner, a lot of miners are dropping off the network and things like that, people are losing faith, whatever. Um, and you'll see miners drop off the network and then the difficulty will adjust making the the block time a little bit easier so okay when you're mining when you're mining uh crypto like bitcoin and ethereum and stuff like that um there is a computer whoever found the block last you know and mined the last transaction their computer gets to throw out the the string of numbers and letters let's just say for arbitrary purposes it's 48 numbers and letters lowercase and uppercase you know just random numbers and letters right so it's it's that that is the answer to the problem so um what all the miners have to do is these computers are set up to just solve for for there's throwing out like like you have six dice right and uh i roll the dice and i get two three two six five 
right? And that that's that. So two, three, two, two, three, two, six, five, and two, three, two, six, five, one. That's what I get when I roll the dice. So I need. Uh, so now the other players jumping on, they have to all roll their dice, and if they don't get two, three, two, six, five, one on their dice roll, you know that they. They have to continue rolling their dice till they get two, three, two, six, five, one on their dice roll, and uh, sometimes it could take a while, you know. And um, and then finally, somebody playing that game. Let's say there's ten other people all rolling their their six dice to get two, three, two, six, five, one. Somebody finally gets it. Well, they get you know the pot, you know. Let's just say, let's just for 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 you know, shites and geigles, you know, just just say that there's a little pot there. There's a reward there. They get that reward, and then the next time they get to to roll the dice. All right. So when you have a, a string of like, say, for instance, forty eight, you know, uh, numbers and letters, all lowercase and upper and, and uppercase. You have these computers basically throwing out random tries to try to get that exact same one. And they're doing it like, you know, millions of times per second, you know. So the the more people, the more computers that get to play on that network, the 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 higher the chances that that number will be will be uh, discovered faster, you know, that string of numbers and letters. So the more people that join that network, the more difficult that algorithm gets. Let's say the longer that number gets, right? And uh, you know, so yeah, you have to to account for you know the higher the chance and the faster the chance it'll get because Bitcoin block time is basically every ten minutes, right? Uh, not exactly ten minutes, but the difficulty adjusts to make it to where it's it, it a block is found every ten minutes. So, or, you know, the problem is solved every 10 minutes and then the transaction goes through, you know, the block is filled with all the transactions that have happened in the meantime. So anyway, I don't know how well I explained that, but I, I'm trying, but that's mining in a nutshell, right? So I've added my GPUs, I have my graphic processing unit to the miners. So here is what the GPU looks like. Um, I use T-Rex as my miner. And so you just go to their website and you can just download it. I have Windows, you know, you can do it for... Uh, I think Mac, no, Windows and Linux. But there's a bunch of them. There, there's a bunch of different type of miners out there. You can choose you know, which mining software you want. Um, here it is available on GitHub as well. Um, so, But I downloaded it to my computer. I have two RTX, NVIDIA RTX 2060s on my computer. Um, and I don't know what this GTX 1080 Ti is. And this is RTX 2080. But um, yeah, I have two of these RTX 2060s in my computer. I don't get a, a whole lot of hash power, but uh, it's like somewhere around maybe 60. Hold on, let's go over here to the Two Miners website and I'll show you. You know, um, so Two Miners, so you have the mining software, which is T Rex that I just showed you. And then you have your mining pool. So you could solo mine. Right. And then but the chance is, especially with me only running two GPUs you know, versus people who are running like large stacks of GPUs or some people running ASICs and ASICs is some kind of uh, mining computer box that's 
dedicated specifically to do nothing but but just you know brute force as fast as possible throw those dice and try to solve that problem and get that exact number and letter and and it takes a lot of uh computer intensive work you know like a computer has to be real ram heavy um and the ram is random access memory so when you have a lot of programs going on your computer um you have ram which is your computer setting aside a little data pool for what it immediately needs. And then whatever, um, whenever you close the program and you save what's going on, then it takes that information out of the RAM and it puts it in your actual hard drive storage for later use. So when you fire back up the program or whatever, um, and this was my two miners is not popping up. Um, so let me just wait. Um, but that's what RAM does. And so what ASICs do is they have a lot of RAM and they, whenever they roll the dice, you know, to try to get that string of numbers and letters, they have to remember what has already been rolled, right? So they have to store that. And when they're doing that, like millions of times per, per minute, you know, um, or second even, I don't know, um, they have to store what they've already rolled right there and it can build up and build up. And if it, you know, <laughs> it, and if your computer runs out of space to put what it's already rolled and it hasn't found a block yet, then, you know, you won't really be able to mine efficiently. Um, so, yeah, that's why that you need the most powerful computers to be able to have a lot of RAM to be able to store the numbers and you know, the, you know, the solutions that you've already rolled and put them there. So it can be like, ah, we already got that one, you know. Uh, so here, you know. I've been you know, running this miner for like, I guess a month, you know, but I don't run it 24 hours. I just kind of run it when I go to sleep, you know, and that's about it. Um, but uh, I've gotten like 0.13 Ethereum, I guess, you know, that's what, that's what um, uh, I guess I'm running 48.48 mega hashes per second right now. Um, it varies. Sometimes it gets up to like 60. Sometimes it's like down to 30, you know, depending on how well my computer's running, what else I'm running or whatnot, you know. Uh, but this is the two miners program. And, it, you know, it shows my Ethereum address right there. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, I have in the software um, of my T-Rex, I run the program and I just input my Ethereum address into the, the little text file that it runs and you change the file extension name instead of .txt, you change it to .bat, B-A-T, and then you run the program you know, on your computer. So, um, but the thing is, is with a lot of the Ethereum gas fees, although they're low right now, uh, Two Miners has done something that's pretty cool. Um, they have um, allowed you to cash out and not in Ethereum, because you know you have to deal with the high gas fees. They're allowing you to cash out in Bitcoin or Nano. I, mean, I don't know who, who uses Nano, but uh, apparently it's like pretty easy to mine. Um, so how to get payouts for Ethereum mining without fees. Uh, we are launching the new payout system, and this is October 11th, 2021, the new payout system in the two miners Ethereum pool. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, when if you're solo mining before, um, the chances of you actually getting that block, especially me with only running two GPUs, is like zero to none. You know, But uh, you know, if you're running some hardcore rig, maybe you can. 
but it's more efficient and you get like a regular payout on a regular basis if you mine in a pool with other miners. So what people do is they pool together their hash rate and then they can mine together and then you know you get like a regular payout because you know somebody in the mining pool is going to find a block you know, and then all the, you know, the hash, then it, then it proportionally divides out the rewards according to hash rate. So uh, it says, we are launching the new payout system and the two miners Ethereum pool. It will allow our users to avoid Ethereum fees when they receive transactions from the pool and to mine Bitcoin on GPUs. In this article, we talk about the new system and the required setup. Uh, so spoiler, now you can get daily payouts from the Ethereum pool starting from $1.75 without fees. Okay, so uh, contents, Ethereum miners are getting less profit after the London upgrade. Uh, London upgrade was EIP-1559. Uh, and uh, they they implemented a system where they burn mining fees. Uh, so for the past two months, this is back in October, there have been con constant issues with transactions after London upgrade in the Ethereum network. Transaction fees are too high and transactions are often late. Main issue, say a miner with one GPU earns $3 a day. To get a monthly payout of $90 um, after a month, um, he must pay $7.50, which is almost 10% of his profit. Not only it's too much, but many miners also want to get payouts each week or even more often. The Ethereum network has an issue with high transaction fees between addresses for a long time. It didn't concern mining pools before. They could decide for themselves which transactions and fees to include in their blocks and which to exclude. Now mining pools don't have an advantage. They are forced to send payouts to miners at market price uh, due to the London upgrade, I guess. At the time of writing, the Ethereum transaction fee is $10 per transaction. Right now, it's actually quite considerably less. <laughs> so I guess that's the silver linings of, of all this bear market. Um, it happens due to the Ethereum network load. The London upgrade was supposed to solve this issue, but it only made the situation worse uh, from the miners' perspective. When there are many transactions in line, the, the, the base gas price rises. You can read more about the gas concept in the dedicated article, article What is Gas in Ethereum? Ethereum Transaction Fees. In the case of smart contracts, widely used by cryptocurrency exchanges and online wallet providers, each transaction costs even more, up to 20 to 30 bucks. Yeah, so smart contracts, like if you're staking something up on like Aave or Bancor or something like that, um, it's going to cost more. And the reason is, is because things that are text heavy and you're putting a lot of stuff onto the blockchain, you're paying for that, that, that room on the blockchain. And just like a little, you know, sending some money from one wallet to another, that's not using a lot of... Um, a lot of text on the blockchain and uh, you know it's pretty it can be pretty cheap you know but if you have some massive smart contract with you know some you know staking situation going on you know and there's a bunch of complicated you know gear movements in there i guess you know it, there's a lot of text that needs to be done and a, a lot of uh, stuff to be put on the blockchain and so it bloats it up and that's when when you have a bloated smart contract is when you have a lot of text in the smart contract so a good developer wants to write his or her smart contract with as little text as possible but still have the smart contract be secure and get the job done um, so because otherwise the the smart contract becomes too expensive so whenever I'm staking something on Ave and then I decide okay it's time for me to go ahead and cash out and pull something out out on Aave, it becomes really expensive to do, 
You know, like I'll spend like $200 on Ave just trying to sit here and claim, you know, maybe some interest I've earned or even to pay back some collateral as I say I've borrowed on Ave in order to be able to pay back what I've borrowed. It would cost me like $200 just to pay back what I've borrowed, you know, and and then I still got to pay again to pull my money off of a thought Ave. And so that's why I, I just got liquidated on Ave, like three Ethereum. And I they were stuck on there because I didn't really have the money to sit there and like, you know, to pay back what I owed on Ave because it would be so damn expensive to pay back what I owed on Ave. Luckily, it wasn't a lot that I borrowed. And but I mean, I still lost like three Ethereum from getting liquidated. It sucks. I don't know. It's just one of those situations where it's just like, is it really worth it? The decentralized finance space, because it costs so much on the Ethereum network to do any type of business on there. So that's been the attraction of layer two solutions. Anyway, back to mining. So high transaction fees in Ethereum led to the second problem. Payouts arrive late. They're not always delayed. Only those on days when the Ethereum network is overloaded, especially due to all these NFT projects launching. Sadly, the network is overloaded almost nonstop, and we don't think it's going to change for the better. Well, since October, it has kind of changed because nobody, <laughs> a lot of people are, are not doing transactions right now because they're broke. The number of active cryptocurrency users is constantly growing. As a result, it also hurts miners. The pool sends payouts only when the transaction fee reaches an acceptable level under $7.60 per transaction. The rest of the time, miners have to wait for their payouts, hoping the gas price in Ethereum goes down. So the payouts go out when the gas price goes low. Back in October, the gas price was not low, and it was very rare that anything would be under $7.60 per transaction. So, yeah, and they demonstrate this here with this average gas price chart. So what Ethereum is doing, so you're a small miner with one graphics card and you want to get paid today right away without paying insane Ethereum network fees. How can you do it? A logical thing is to get payouts through another cryptocurrency network that doesn't have all these issues. So we studied transaction fees and operation speed of popular coins, Nano, and it turns out to be the most suitable cryptocurrency. And it gives a described description of what Nano is. It ranks 113th among all cryptocurrencies by market cap. The main advantage is smart it's instant and completely free transactions. Nano's traded on many cryptocurrency exchanges. Yeah, I've seen Nano everywhere. Um, I think a lot of the Asian market uses Nano. Uh, once the pool pays you, you can exchange Nano at any time for any cryptocurrency, even Ethereum, in the end. And you'll have even more Ethereum this way than by getting paid in Ethereum directly. Pool payouts in Nano cost you nothing. Our Ethereum pool can now process the payouts in Nano. We understand that you might be surprised by our decision. Yeah, I'm a little surprised by Nano. As you don't trust this coin, this is why we came up with another solution. Payouts in Bitcoin. What can be better? Unlike Nano, Bitcoin requires a transaction fee, but it's much lower than Ethereum's. Uh, free payouts in Nano uh, for Ethereum miners. Okay, so and then how does it work? Uh, once the payout threshold is set by a miner is reached, the pool automatically exchanges Ethereum earned by the miner to Nano. Uh, we currently use crypto exchanges as Kraken and Binance. Cryptocurrencies are always exchanged at market price. Say your payout threshold is 0.0005 Ethereum, approximately $1.75. You accumulate 0.0006 Ethereum, $2.10, which sets the payout process in motion. The pool sends your 0.0006 Ethereum, $2.10, and coins of other miners to exchange and converts them to Nano at market price. After the pool gets money in Nano, it issues the payout in each miner to each miner in Nano. As a result, you get the equivalent of 0.0006 Ethereum, 
$2.10 in Nano in your wallet without losing a penny. So yeah, man, uh, that's that's pretty interesting what they're doing. And this is what it, this window here is what it looks like when your miner's running. And all you do is just change the address to a Nano address right there. Um, and that's it instead of your Ethereum address. Uh, so down here, uh, is it is Bitcoin mining on GPU possible, all right? So it sounds surreal. Everybody knows that you can only mine Bitcoin on ASICs, those big old machines that I described earlier. They sound like freaking old-timey 1980s vacuums are really loud. You know, because you can imagine the you know, Bitcoin miners are loud and they're hot. You know, they're constantly going. And if you had them in your house, yeah, they're not really neighborhood friendly. Um, but, you know, so that you can't really mine Bitcoin on GPUs because that difficulty algorithm that i talked about is too high you know so yeah so it sounds surreal everybody knows you can only mine bitcoin on asics we made bitcoin mining on gpu a reality you can mine ethereum in the two miners pool and get paid in bitcoin once the payout threshold is set by a miner by a miner is reached the pool automatically exchanges ethereum by earned by the miner to bitcoin we currently use such cryptocurrency exchanges as kraken and binance Cryptocurrencies are always exchanged at market price. So all you could do is you just go to the mobile Bitcoin wallet and generate a Bitcoin address on a cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, I have a couple, I have like five different Bitcoin wallets. Um, and so I could pick one and I could replace the Ethereum address on the, in the little uh, text file that's that I changed the file extension to bat file. And I just put my Bitcoin um, address in there and that's it. And so that's it, man. <laughs> so... That's pretty easy. I, I'm, I haven't done it yet, but I think I'm going to do that. I would rather get Bitcoin from mining instead of Ethereum, honestly. So once mining starts, you can go to your statistics page by entering your wallet address in the search field on two miners. So I'm wondering like when this merge happens and it's supposed to happen pretty soon and Ethereum mining will kind of be irrelevant, but this merge, I think the original Ethereum blockchain is still going to be there. And so I still think that there will be miners. Um, will it be as valuable? I don't know. But uh, I wonder if you could still continue to mine Ethereum. Either way, either way, whatever. Like you can mine all types of other stuff um, using uh, two miners and using T-Rex. Um, you know, you, I've mined Ravencoin before, you know, and, and it's, it's been all right. Ravencoin's pretty easy to mine. It builds up pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, you know, so uh, that worked for me. And I just swapped it over to some other type of coin, you know, when it, or immediately after I claimed, you know, and got my payout. So anyway, this is so, just something interesting to look at. Um, if you're interested in, at all in how mining works and stuff like that, and just some things that miners are doing. I'm obviously not some kind of mining professional, but I like to dabble, man. You know, I'm kind of a miner myself, you know, according to that that meme. Um, no, I'm not a miner. I mean, I just run a little bit, a couple GPUs on my computer. But uh, interesting stuff just to kind of poke around and check in on what the miners are doing every once in a while. I know back when EIP-1559 was just a proposal before it got passed, that's the London upgrade, um, you know, miners... And uh, the whole idea of, of MEV, minor extracted value and front running and all that stuff and flash bots became like a major hot topic. This was around the fall of last year. Um, and everything's been kind of quiet lately. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Ethereum merge um, with Ethereum miners. 
Now, there's plenty of other stuff out there you can mine if you're interested in it. Anyway, I'm at 30 minutes. I'm going to go um, and uh, get on my day. I'm going to go, you know, actually go work out and stuff. Uh, so I got my pre-workout drink and did my, my pre-workout video with you guys. Um, so, yeah, um, I'll be around all day. Always shoot me a DM. Um, you know, get Like I said, give me a thumbs up and a like and a, a subscription vote or subscription on, on YouTube. I'm so close to a thousand subscriptions. It'd be cool to kind of get up there. Um, if follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you're on. And um, yeah, I will probably be talking to you guys tomorrow as well. So let me go ahead and put on this outro. All right, man. You guys take care. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.